0: Episode 61, The Roswell, New Mexico UFO Crash and Conspiracy? Thanks for checking out the show. My name is Matthew J. I am your host and storyteller. I love talking to people and listening about their stories, about anything they find interesting. I enjoy telling these stories and doing the research to get deeper into these accounts. This podcast is about history, kooky tales, cryptozoology, ghost stories, and all the conspiracy theories that keep me asking, Is that true? It is time to pull information from the Google machine and learn a little history. Roswell, New Mexico is a city located in Chavez County. Roswell is the seat of Chavez County. Roswell was founded in 1871 as a trading post by Van C. Smith. The population as of the 2020 census is 48,422. Roswell has a minor league baseball team known as the Roswell Invaders. Roswell's only Major League Baseball affiliate was the Pittsburgh Pirates in 1959. Currently, the invaders are in the Pecos League. Roswell is home to Laprino Foods, one of the world's largest mozzarella factories. Roswell is also home to the New Mexico Military Institute, which was founded in 1891. UFO stands for Unidentified Flying Object. As of 2020, UAP is the new term, Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon. Close encounters are the first kind, a visual sighting of an unidentified flying object seemingly less than 500 feet away. Close encounters are the second kind, a UFO event in which a physical effect is alleged. This could be interference in the functioning of a vehicle or electronic device, animals reacting, a psychological effect such as paralysis or heat and discomfort in the witness, or some physical trace like impressions in the ground, scorched or otherwise affected vegetation, or a chemical trace. Close encounters are the third kind, UFO encounters in which an animated entity is present. This includes humanoids, robots, bugs, and humans who seem to be occupants or pilots of a UFO. That was some great information to what's going on in this conspiracy story. If you have not heard this story or you only remember parts, Roswell, New Mexico had an incident that happened in July of 1947. An incident! that has become a conspiracy dealing with a crashed UFO and some say dead extraterrestrials. Oh yeah! It's time to talk about the Holy Grail of the UFO and US government conspiracies. Let us get ready and make sure you tighten your tinfoil hat. It all started. On July seventh, 1947, a military team from the Roswell Army Airfield is asked to meet with a ranch owner by the name of W.W. W. Mac Brazel. During that meeting at a local police station, Mr. Brazel begins to show the military team debris he found on this land. The debris did not look earthly. It resembled tinfoil, rubber membranes, and some slim metal-looking beams. The United States government... Team asks, where did these items come from? Mr. Baswell informs them it came from his remote ranch, which is located 75 miles from Roswell in the rural town of Corona. He informs the investigating team there is more debris and that he claims he just pushed it all under some desert brush on his ranch. The army team goes to the ranch and begins to look at the other items that are there. It seems to be more tinfoil, rubber material, and a new item such as larger wooden beams. Very odd stuff. Per Mr. Braswell's statements, he did not call about the findings earlier because the ranch does not have a phone. He only decided to inform the local authorities after he learned that people all over the West Coast were saying, quote, flying saucers, end quote. The flying saucer craze takes off June 26, 1947, after a pilot by the name of Kenneth Arnold told national media he saw flying saucers near Mount Rainier. This is 10 days before the Roswell incident. If this report was never told, Mr. Braswell may have never called the local authorities and shared what he found on his ranch. Later on, July 7th, the local police turn over the items to Army Major Jesse Marcel. He takes the odd material home and begins to show it off to his family, and they are in awe. The next morning, July 8th, Major Jesse Marcel takes the material to his base commander. They both look at debris and decide they need to contact someone higher up. They contact General Roger Ramney and inform him of this stuff. Within minutes, General Ramney orders all the material in custody to be flown to Fort Worth Army Airfield. At the same time on July 8th, when Major Marcel is showing his base commander the items, the public information officer Walter Hot is issuing a press release that reads The many rumors regarding the flying disc became a reality yesterday when the intelligence office of the 509th Bomb Group of the 8th Air Force Roswell Army Airfield was fortunate enough to gain possession of a disc through the cooperation of one of the local ranchers. The flying object landed on a ranch near Roswell sometime last week. Not having any phone facilities, the rancher stored the disc until such time as he was able to contact the sheriff's office, who in turn notified Major Jesse A. Marcel of the 509th Bomb Group until intelligence office action was immediately taken and the disc was picked up at the rancher's home it was inspected at the roswell army airfield end quote holy cow this information from the army mentions a disc not a weird debris plus it states the object landed not crashed what is going on all right the gossip and news is all over roswell and the headlines on the july 8th roswell daily record newspaper reads quote r-a-a-f captures flying saucer on ranch in roswell region end quote the story takes off the u.s army has an alien flying saucer this is huge news more to this story is a local hardware store owner and his wife mr and mrs wilmot are interviewed stating they saw the flying disc before it crashed Then, on July 9th, the U.S. Army changes their story and reports to the Roswell Daily Record that the debris found was no flying saucer. It was a top-secret weather balloon. The Roswell Daily Record also talked to Mr. Brazel again, and he was at this point very upset. He knew that he found something that was not normal, per the July 10th article, quote, I am sure that what I found was not any weather observation balloon, but if I find anything else beside a bomb, they're going to have a hard time getting me to say anything about it, end quote. Later on, in the 1980s, when Mr. Braswell was interviewed again, he stated that the tinfoil material was indestructible. When Major Marcel attempted to penetrate the tinfoil, when it was found at the ranch, his knife could not break the foil. It also stretched to amazing lengths without ripping. What was this stuff, right? Does the U.S. top-secret balloon have material that is that strong? Why did the U.S. government change the story? Was it a top-secret weather balloon? Some people believe it was a government cover-up and because alien bodies were found near Roswell. Well, after this UFO craze in Roswell, the story is quiet for about 30 years. Then in 1978, the Roswell story becomes one that takes interest in books, magazines, and newspapers talking about government cover-ups, and there may have been more items found at that New Mexico ranch. But things really take off. In 1980, when a book was published by Charles Berlitz and William Moore, the book was called quote, The Roswell Incident, end quote. This book is considered the quote, version one quote of the Roswell myth and government cover-up story. The book really pushes that the debris found per Major Marcel was, quote, nothing made on this earth, end quote. It mentions that the tinfoil was made from, quote, super strength not associated with a weather balloon, end quote. But the book's narrative begins to drop a bomb that an alien aircraft was flying over New Mexico and crashed after being hit by a lightning bolt. The craft crashed into the New Mexico desert, and in the crash craft was dead alien beings. Per a civil engineer by the name of Grady Barney Barnett. His story stated him and some archaeology students were in the desert on July 7th, and they discovered a wrecked craft with, quote, alien bodies, end quote. After a few minutes, Barnett and the students were escorted out of the area by the U.S. government. In another book, published in 1991, called, quote, UFO Crash at Roswell, end quote, by Kevin Randall and Donald Schmidt, the Barnett stories expanded to stress that it was not the same craft that was found by rancher Mr. Brazel. It was a second alien ship that either collided with another spacecraft or it was also hit by lightning this second ship was more attacked and that it was there that the dead bodies were discovered. In this book, the Army personnel were supposedly, quote, horrified to find civilians already at the second site, end quote, and that the students and Mr. Barnett were exposed to the dead alien bodies and saw the second craft. Holy macaroni. This is getting really crazy, right? Alright, also, in that 1991 book, another story is featured about a mortician by the name of Glenn Dennis. He stated that after watching an episode of Unsolved Mysteries on September 20th, 1989, about the Roswell crash, he called the Unsolved Mystery Hotline to claim that he was present in Roswell during that time. He received, quote, four to five phone calls, end quote, from the airbase with questions about how to preserve dead bodies and also questions about how to find small child-sized sealed caskets. Mr. Dennis also say that he knows a local military nurse that witnessed, quote, an alien autopsy, end quote. Great, now we are talking about dissecting alien bodies? Gross, right? Still to this day, people and ufologists cannot decide what really happened since so many stories still leak out about this Roswell incident. But the U.S. government has claimed that all the items found in Roswell was debris from a top-secret project called Project Mogul. It was a military surveillance program employing high-altitude balloons that were used to monitor the communist Russia and other American adversaries. Maybe it was super indestructible weather balloons. But what about the bodies? The U.S. government states those were test dummies that were used in other high-altitude experiments that are still top-secret. happened in roswell new mexico in july of 1947. do you think an alien spaceship or spaceships crashed and the u.s government found them and hid them away from the public on multiple army bases do you believe that all that stuff that was found was from u.s government military war experiments over the new mexico desert to avoid civilian detection but it failed what about the continued leak stories that still come out about the roswell incident do you think it's people just trying to make money or are they really getting more information released I have no idea what happened in Roswell, New Mexico in July of 1947, but I do know that this 1947 event has put Roswell on the map. Today, you can visit Roswell, and it has a huge tourism industry involving UFO museums, alien cafes, stores that sell Roswell UFO products from shirts to mugs, and my favorite, every July they celebrate the Roswell UFO incident. The next Roswell UFO Festival is being held June 30th through July 2nd, 2023. Get your tickets today. I hope to get to visit this festival one day when I finally retire. Do you like this podcast? Then we need to thank Anchored for helping to get this podcast distributed. Please share the show with your family, your friends, your coworkers, aliens from another planet, or any creature you know that listens to podcasts. Please email suggested stories or some of your stories that I can read on the podcast. Please email me at... S period W period C History Podcast at gmail.com. The show is on the Nextdoor app. Please follow the Spooky Wicked Conspiracy History Group. Join the group and get the show in a direct line to me to talk about the podcast. The Spooky Wicked Conspiracy History Group podcast is also on the iHeart Radio. Please give the show a five-star review on Apple. Leave a positive review. It helps more people find the show. We are still worldwide. We have listeners in 26 countries. Please continue to share the show with your countrymen in the United Kingdom, Canada, Germany, Puerto Rico, Ireland, Sweden, the Philippines, Australia, New Zealand, Portugal, South Africa, Denmark, Spain, Costa Rica, Russia, Norway, India, Czech Republic, the Netherlands, Hungary, Singapore, Romania, Uruguay, Mexico, Lithuania, and Belgium. Thank you, and please keep listening for the next show. Good day and good night.